Welcome back to Med City Beat's Rochester Rundown, your source of news and things to do in Rochester, presented this week by Carpet Booth Studios. Whether you're making music or recording a podcast, Carpet Booth Studios records, produces, mixes, and masters any size or style of project. Their newly renovated studio, located in the former church building in southeast Rochester, provides a unique space that is both comfortable and professional. From small and local projects to major label projects, Carpet Booth Studios has worked with a diverse background of people and would love to work with you. Find them online at carpetbooth.com. This week's feature takes us back to school, specifically one that's made huge academic strides through bringing in the arts. This week, they welcomed a group from halfway around the world who spent the whole week in our neck of the woods. How the city and the school combined to show hundreds of kids something they'll never forget. That's coming up in a bit. In the news block, hear from the mayor and school superintendent on Rochester's ongoing preparations for the coronavirus. How will the district, the city, and the county combat COVID-19? Plus, a recap of a contentious city council meeting that called the question of authority among the city's two most powerful politicians, and a breakdown of how Rochester voted in the Democratic presidential primary on Tuesday. Plus, as always, a quick rundown of events to check out this weekend. I'm Isaac Janes. It's Friday, March 6th, 2020, and let's get to the news. As the novel coronavirus continues to march through American soil, two of Rochester's leaders face the media to talk about their preparations for the moment if and when COVID-19 strikes the Med City. Mayor Kim Norton said the city will follow Olmstead County's lead on tackling any potential cases, but also shared some small things people can do every day to stay as protected uh, as possible. Issue, and we are doing that. I'm doing things and my family are doing things like washing our hands more often, using hand sanitizer standing back from people and not shaking hands. Those are just things I can do personally. Also preparing, uh, buying supplies out in the community to have maybe extra water, some canned foods um, in your home should you have to stay home for a week or so. Superintendent Michael Munoz was also at the press conference. He touched on the options in a worst case scenario where the district would have to close all schools for weeks at a time and the feasibility of online learning on a large scale. If we would have to shut down the entire school district, uh, what would our capacity be to provide on, online learning? And one of the concerns we have with that is we know that not all of our students and families have access to internet and have uh, devices. Uh, so that's something that we actually just talked about yesterday is getting a group of teachers together and having a conversation. So if, if something like that would happen, how could we address this issue? So we're at the beginning stages of those types of conversations. As of this recording, about 100 Americans have tested positive for the coronavirus, but none in Minnesota. The closest confirmed case to Rochester was found in Madison, Wisconsin. Monday's city council meeting brought a small amount of clarity to the Kmart park and ride saga, but the bigger story was in the squabbling between Mayor Norton and city council president Randy Staver. The council president said he was troubled by the mayor's meeting with the park and ride lots developer, which ended with the developer forfeiting the second 30-month option on its lease contract. In exchange, Norton did not veto the entire proposal, as she had threatened in the previous city council meeting in February. Staver used the phrase quid pro quo in his comments, which led Norton to defend her actions by saying the meeting was used to help the community and not for personal benefit. This is a complex story that needs context, so I recommend catching up by reading our article that's been up on the site all week. Former Vice President Joe Biden had a huge Super Tuesday showing punctuated by a decisive victory in Minnesota. 
Biden won nearly 40% of the vote in this state, and a quick look at the results shows Rochester's voters overperformed the statewide total for him. Five of Rochester's six wards went for Biden, who finished with 42% of Rochester's votes. Senator Bernie Sanders took home 27% of the vote and garnered support from Ward 4. Biden's best performances came in the southern half of Rochester, with Wards 1 and 2 giving him nearly 45% of their votes. All these stories and more, like the updated Thursday's downtown map for 2020 and Rochester Public Schools getting a million-dollar grant for a new path of schooling, are online now at medcitybeat.com. On the first couple episodes of The Rundown, I started the event segment by teasing a show from Alash. I called them the Tuvan Throat Singers, because that's all I knew about them. The show seemed so far away, and the music so far out there, that those few words would be all I ever really needed to know about them. And yet, here we are, about to embark on our latest feature segment about them. What happened? Well, for one, that show that I teased is now on Saturday, and it's sold out. I also found out that the band would be in Rochester and the surrounding communities all week performing free mini-shows in libraries and schools all over southeast Minnesota. I went to the show at Riverside Central Elementary School on Monday to see what was up. The impact one show can have on a child's life is incredible, but only if it's done right. You need a school that recognizes the power of music, an organization with the tools to bring in inspiring artists, and above all, a group that knows how to play to their crowd. And this week, Rochester went three for three. Alash originates from the Tuva Republic, a remote state in extreme southern Russia that shares a border with Mongolia. The band's manager, Sean Cork, was raised in Milwaukee, but went to Tuva in 2003 on a Fulbright Fellowship. He met the three members of Alash soon after arriving in the region, and now serves as the group's manager, interpreter, and, in this case, a concert MC of sorts. Hi, hello. Welcome. Welcome to the music of the Siberian Republic of Tuba, as presented by Alash. The four members of Alash are Ayano, Body, Ayan, and Shodake. Tuvan throat singing is unlike anything I've ever heard, and almost certainly unlike anything the students at Riverside had ever heard. And if you haven't heard it, just listen to what they can do with their voice. The show at Riverside was also performed at five other elementary schools in Rochester thanks to Riverside Concerts' Artists in the School program. Riverside, the school, or Riverside Central, is a special case, though. As a national turnaround arts school, they've brought in local, regional, and nationally recognized artists to their students, most notably Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins in 2016 and 2018. Principal Matt Ruzek says these events, whether it's put on by turnaround or the city, helps kids break out from the monotony school can become sometimes. The target is more that you have this embedded focus of the arts in instruction and play and social interaction, and that it uh, is an opportunity to accentuate talents that maybe hadn't been accentuated before or recognize talents that hadn't been recognized before. Four years in, and it seems like those plans have worked. 
Test scores are up, morale is generally high, and one of Ruzak's core goals for the 2019-20 school year looks like it'll pass with flying colors. We've seen our attendance and our students grow leaps and bounds, specifically this year because we have a real hyper-focused lens on attendance. But it's not just simply calling and saying it's important to be at school. We have to deliver material and we have to deliver school in a way that the child then says to their parents, I can't miss school. So to figure out how to turn school into a can't-miss event on a day-to-day basis, who should the district turn to? Enter the Artists in the School program, founded and led by Steve Schmidt. Schmidt has spent 31 years as the general manager, CEO, and artistic director of Riverside Concerts. The World Music Series is one of Riverside's handful of program offerings, which Schmidt helped see off the ground. This type of work is important, he says, because the music is so fundamentally different than what we're used to in America. It's a mini culture shock of sorts. Um, Giving folks an opportunity to meet these artists in an up-close and personal fashion um, um, gets one to know what other human beings are like and their humanity and to get a sense of what their creative process is. Now, this does mean bringing in acts that don't necessarily jive with American standards of music, but Schmidt says the act of broadening horizons is one of the most important things a listener does when they're exposed to art. It's almost like toppings on a pizza. You never know what you're going to like if you don't try something new. People have a chance to kind of taste all these musical ideas that are different, okay? You're not going to like everything. It's not going to resonate with everyone. But, you know, because we're a city department and so much of the work that we do is free or it's affordable and it's accessible, I mean, what does it really cost you? With a burgeoning young music scene beginning to take hold, sometimes it's easy to just take influence from what's around us. This can include what's on our phones now, expanding our circles ever so slightly, but even then, it's a very narrow view of the world that we get. And that's through no fault of our own. We can only take in so much information at one time. So for globally recognized bands like Alash to come to Minnesota, much less Rochester and Southeast Minnesota, and to stay for a full week, that's important. It's impressive. It's downright inspiring for the future of the community and for musicians needing a spark to get back to writing. For me, the work of a musician is not just making our own music, practicing our own scales and our own riffs. It's um, um, how we... um, Um, listen to other music to inform our work and how it can help us change and evolve our work. It it, it broadens our horizons um, in terms of what music can be. Alash didn't spend all week in Rochester specifically. They played in smaller towns like Harmony, Caledonia, and Plainview at their local libraries for free. On Saturday, they'll play to a full house in the Civic Theater's black box before heading back out on the road. Alash only played at Riverside for about 45 minutes, but by the end, there really was a bond between three performers from Siberia and a group of happy, energetic Minnesotans. Lastly, here's a few events we're excited for this week, presented by My Town, My Music. See Lissy with special guest Jillian Ray at the Castle on Saturday, March 27th. 
The Rochester Thaw is just about two weeks away, but before the castle gets packed with local and regional talent, the festival's Uptown X concert series will have one more night to shine at Thesis Beer Project. Last year's Thaw headliners General B and The Wiz are headlining this show, with support from Minneapolis indie soul project Ali and the Scoundrels. It's another 21-plus show starting at 8 p.m. on Friday night. Little Thistle is bringing back one of its wackier events from 2019 for a second go-around, and it's all for a good cause. 2020's Brew, Beard, and For the Kids BS contest takes over the brewery Saturday afternoon. Prizes will be handed out for the best and funkiest beards, as decided by a panel of judges. If you just shaved and you want to participate, you'll probably miss out. God knows I would. But you've got until Saturday at 2 o'clock to grow it out. Finally, let's take a look at the acoustic show lineup across the city this weekend. Forager's got Trapper Scope on Friday and Milwaukee's Ethan Keller on Saturday. Cafe Steam's got Theocles, who we mentioned a couple weeks ago as an artist to watch, on Saturday. And over at Taco Jet, it's Tim Dahlman on Friday and Justin Jacobson on Saturday. And that's all we have for you this week. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, the best way to support MedCityBeat is to become a member. Be a part of quality local journalism at medcitybeat.com slash membership. I've been Isaac Janes for the Med City Beat. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you next Friday.